0: Well, hello, hello, friends. So today's episode, I'm gonna help you break down your, I call it your problem statement. Um, Because when I'm doing keyword research, when I'm teaching keyword research, one of the main areas that I want you as a business owner to really hone in on and capitalize on for your keywords is the problem that you solve. The problem (laughs) with that, is that sometimes I just see a lot of business owners who they don't know how to put it into plain language, the problem that they solve for their person. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through five steps to fine tuning your problem statement. By fine tuning, I really mean simplifying because Simple is where it's at, y'all. And then we're going to touch on how this helps you with your SEO. But real quick, before we jump in, I just want to remind you one more time that I have a promo, a sale going on for the Organic Marketing Framework where you get $50, $50 hairs, American dollars off an already stellar price um, with code SPRING23. And with that bonus, you also get added into an a one hour group coaching call where you can throw me all of your questions and I will get through a bunch of them in one hour. So make sure that you go to the theorganicmarketingframework.com or faithhannon.com framework. Check out everything that's in the course and just jump right in. You'll save $50 with code SPRING23. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only work for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees, until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. Okay, so one of the problems that I see so many entrepreneurs facing, especially because we're in this age of like some of our businesses are like, they they weren't even a thing. They were not even a business. They were not even an industry 10 years ago, right? So so many of us are in these industries, we're in these positions that like, I don't want to say they're made up because they're not made up. But it's not like we grew up with language around this job, like a plumber, a firefighter, a police officer, um, a nurse, like everybody knows what those jobs are and while there may be different nuances depending on where you live or your position or your specialty like most people still have a general understanding of what that position is and the problems that you solve versus uh, in the online business world right now it's like yeah I'm an SEO consultant and you know one of my friends is a holistic health coach or a time management expert or and there's just so many there's so many just amazing but different things that we can do now in the online space that weren't even a possibility, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 years ago. And so one of our responsibilities, I believe, as an as an online business owner as an on, and, and as an entrepreneur is to really, truly simplify what we do and how we help people so that it's easy for people to understand if we are the right fit to help them. Not because we don't want people spending time on our website or digging into what we do, but just as a service, one, as a service to people that you're serving, and two, as a service to your business, because as I'll get into more later, like if people don't understand what you do clearly and quickly, they're not going to buy from you, point blank. Okay, so this problem that I see with clients, with, you know, people that I've coached and just looking at a bajillion websites is people want to get, and I'm there, I've been there with you. We want to get fancy with our words. We want things to sound cool. And hi, I'm kind of a wordsmith by nature. I understand you don't want your, what you say to sound basic Betty and boring. And so sometimes people go like they swing into the opposite ditch and they try to make you know, their website copy or even they their, quote, elevator pitch, they try to make it so fluffy to sound cool or to sound like, you know, they're extra special or they provide a very unique service or whatever, whatever the motivation is behind it, oftentimes, like 99 times out of 100, I generally think that fluffy language actually hurts our businesses because we tend to... As entrepreneurs, we tend to put a lot more fluff and a lot more um, a lot more of an explanation than we need to in that initial "Hey, what do you do?" conversation. And I have a hundred percent been there, so I'm not knocking you. But I just want you to know that really, really simplifying and really, really clarifying what you do as you present it to people is not only going to help your SEO. We'll get into that later, but it's going to help people understand what you do and how you can help them. And then be able to communicate that to somebody else if they are referring you. Okay. So why does your language matter? Okay. Let me, let me back up a smidge. When I say your problem statement, when I say, when I say that, what I mean is what problem do you solve for people? As a business, you are in the business of problem solving. You are offering a solution. And so when I say your problem statement, that's what I mean. How do you phrase what you do? How do you talk about that? Okay, so that's what I mean by a problem statement. So why does your language matter? Well, number one, if you cannot clearly articulate how you help people, then they cannot clearly understand how you can help them. And I like to to approach this from two different perspectives. I like to approach this from a person-to-person perspective, but also from an SEO searchability perspective, okay? Now, because you've got the person-to-person example, right? Like, we're in business to serve people. I always want my copy to speak to a person, my website copy, or the words coming out of my mouth. Like, we, we are in the business to help people. Yes, search engines, yes, Google bots, yes, all of those things are important. Obviously, I think that, but ultimately, the person is who is making the purchase. And so we need to speak in such a way that it speaks to a person, not just a robot that's indexing our stuff. But also from an SEO perspective, if you have this super fluff problem statement that like, you're using words that maybe you even made up (laughs) more on that later if you're using these words that you may be made up or these words that are super unique or just super high vocabulary level, you've got to remember people are not searching that way. So you may be basing your entire SEO strategy around words that people aren't even using. And so you are not getting any traffic, womp, womp, womp. Okay, so I have a faith failure example. Are you ready for this? <laughs> so several, several years ago, I don't even know how long ago. It's been several years, but I was really trying to kind of hone in on what I wanted to do for business. I knew I wanted to be in the online space. I had tried some influencer marketing. I had tried some other stuff. I liked creating content, but I'm like, I knew I really needed to kind of just hone in more on what I wanted to do, how I serve people, all of these things. So I took this course, legit don't even remember the name of it, but with this course came like, weekly live coaching, um, with a gal teaching it. And so we went through all of this stuff and figuring out like what you were good at and your strengths, blah, 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 blah. And the very end of it, I submitted a question and just kind of talked through my strengths and what I liked doing. And anyway, she and I came away with this dream business for me. Right. Um, and one of the things that I'm super great at is just getting started like, I am totally the type of person who, theori- like, not theoretically, but um, <laughs> not literally, jumps out of an airplane and I build my parachute on the way down. Like, if I feel called to start something, I'm just going to start it and I'll figure it out on the way down. Like, everything is figure outable. I don't have to have all of my ducks in a row to start something. And I realize that that's, there's a, a need there, right? Like, not everybody is like that. A lot of people need that push to get started. And that's something that at the time I, I thought I would really enjoy doing. So she and I came up with this idea for me to be a starter strategist, meaning that I was going to help people start their businesses, I guess. The problem was starter strategist was literally a made up word, just something we made up, right? Like, yes, that's a thing. And it's something that I could have done. But as we got into it more, I was like, do I really want to help people Write business plans and start businesses, like, meh, not really. <laughs> and so, to me, it was just gonna be like more motivation, like, and accountability, like getting up and doing the thing, right? So, I never really pursued that a ton because I realized that I couldn't base my entire business strategy around what is essentially a made up phrase. Now, could I have done that? And could I have maybe marketed it super hard and busted my little tuchus and made something out of it? Maybe. But why? When I could build something around a word that people actually understand? <laughs> you see what I mean? And I think sometimes we try to get, we just try to get too fancy for our own good in our language. Okay. So I have five steps for you to fine tune your problem statement. And again, when I say problem statement, I wanna be able to ask you what problem you solve and the main problem that you solve for your clients or your customers, and then you be able to spit this out. Okay, so five steps to fine tuning your problem statement. Number one, I want you to write it out. Sometimes if you are more of a verbal processor, that's a great way for you to get started, you know, figuring things out and just kind of processing things verbally but sometimes slash most of the time, when you're trying to get a really concentrated, simplified statement, like you want your problem statement to be, if you only rely on verbal processing, you're gonna end up with something that is one, way too long and two, way too fluff McGruff, okay? So yes, you may start the processing verbally, but I want you to actually write it out. And then part two of this step, is I want you to write out at least five different ways to say this thing. And when I say five different ways, I don't want you just like switching up a couple words. I want you to think of five full on different ways to say, to talk about the problem that you solve for your ideal client. Okay. So step number one, write it out and then write at least five different, write that, write it out at least five different ways. Right. I want you to have five drafts, but like five completely different drafts. I don't want you just like swapping a couple words here and there. And then step number two, I want you to show it to somebody who will one, tell you the dang truth. And two, somebody who's outside of your industry. Why does this matter? Well, one, this is not the time for flattery, my dear. We don't need somebody who's just gonna be like, Oh, that's so good. But in their head, they're like, Oh, man, that makes no sense. But hi, have a great day. Like, that's not the kind of person that we want to help us with this. We want somebody who will be honest with us. And we want somebody who is outside of our industry, because sometimes people inside of our industry, they just have an understanding of the language that we're using that maybe slash probably the person who is we are serving does not necessarily understand that language. So for me, my husband is a hundred percent my person for this. Um, he knows my industry, he knows my business, obviously. But he's going to tell me the truth. He's going to be like, "Yeah, Faith, that doesn't make any sense. You should fix that." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I should." And he's going to ask me questions like, "Well, what does this word mean? What does this word mean?" Like I know he knows he knows what it means now because we talk about everything. But like he's able to take a peek at this from somebody's perspective that is outside of my industry. Okay, and then step number three is I want you to take at least three steps, quote, back down the mountain. When I say back down the mountain, I mean, you have a a level of expertise in whatever it is that you do that the person you're serving does not have. Now, whether it has taken you five years, 10 years, one year, 20 years, whatever it's taken you to get to that level of expertise, your person is not there yet. And so a lot of times it's really easy for us to speak from our level of expertise, like we're speaking to our peers, but your client is not your peer, at least not in the service that you offer. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about where you were you know, six months ago, or a year ago, or 10 years ago, and the problems that you were facing that your client is facing, I want you to back down the mountain, think more and more and more simplistically in the problems that you're solving or the main problem, because we're trying to get to like the root problem, the main problem that you solve. And to say that in a simple way, right? So I want you to take some steps back down. Okay. So like for me, one of the things that I have to, cl- to work on is thinking about things, you know, in SEO and answering questions about SEO that I was Googling when I first started learning about SEO. I sometimes speak to my peers, right, in the online business world at a different level than I'm necessarily speaking with my clients. And that does not mean that I think my clients are dumb, <laughs> I love my clients so, so much, but if you cannot speak to your client, your ideal person on the level that they are currently standing on this mountain, then they're not going to understand you. All right. Now we've all been like, we've all been at like a doctor or for me, a vet where they're, they're speaking and using words that are so over your head, right? and those are not the those are not the professionals that we go back to again and again and again. And for me, I know I really appreciate the vets or the doctors who you're not they're not like discounting your intelligence. We're not discounting our clients intelligence, but they speak to me in a way that I understand it. They're not speaking down to me, but they're explaining things to me in a way that I can understand it and then in turn ask intelligent questions. And so what I want you to do is I want you to take at least three steps back down the mountain to get to a more simplistic version of the problem that you solve okay now step four i want you to simplify it even further (laughs) if here's here's kind of my golden rule here if your problem statement does not make sense to a five-year-old you need to break it down some more. Now, I currently have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. My six-year-old, she just turned six. She's brilliant, so, so smart, and she asks so many intelligent questions, but I have to break things down to her level. And I, was, I had a conversation with a client a while back, and she was telling me what she did, and I was like, listen, my five-year-old doesn't understand that. If you tell her that, she's gonna look at you like you have three heads you need to break this down and explain it in a way that my five-year-old will understand it, okay? So simplify it again. Break it down even further. If a five-year-old, a smart five-year-old, but if a five-year-old doesn't understand that, break it down some more, okay? And step number five, I want you to bust out your thesaurus. Not to get fancy, but to get simple. I want you to take this statement that you've written. And I want you to find maybe different language to use. Yeah, sometimes it's just a simple verbiage change. Like you're thinking, get more clients, and your person is thinking lead generation. Or you're thinking, use your story to sell, and people are thinking, I need to learn how to tell a good story. Or your person is thinking, you know, have less wrinkles and you're thinking skin elasticity. Like sometimes just simple verbiage changes help us connect with our client on a deeper level. Now, the real kicker, how does this help with you help you with your SEO? Well, let's get real here. People are searching things in a much more simplistic way than often we are saying them. So if you can get to a really solid simple problem statement you can use that to catapult your keyword research because if you're basing your whole keyword and SEO strategy around words that people aren't actually searching you're wasting your time so dig deep Do these exercises to get to the base of your problem to really simplify your problem statement and then take that problem statement and use it to catapult or jumpstart your keyword research for your SEO. If you are struggling with this or you would like some one-on-one help with this, I have a few, just a very few coaching spots available of one-on-one SEO and keyword strategy calls. In that, we will dig deep into your person that you're serving and the words that they're looking for and really hone in on the best SEO and keyword strategy for your business. Um, I'm just so excited to serve you guys in whatever capacity you choose to work with me, whether it's just this podcast, whether it's buying the course or booking a one-on-one coaching spot, I'm honored, honored, truly honored to use my gift to serve you guys and help you grow your businesses. So know that I love you. I am so thankful for all of you, and I just hope that you have a great rest of your day and you're able to take these five tips and simplify your problem statement Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts